0: Thank you for joining us for this broadcast from the Ninth Avenue Church of Christ in Haleyville, Alabama. We hope that you will subscribe and will share our broadcast with others. Now we take you to the pulpit of the Ninth Avenue Church of Christ.
1: Hey, Ninth Avenue family and friends. Thank you for joining us for this Bible study devotion period. We're going to do things a little bit different over the next few weeks. Over the next few weeks, we're going to do some some on-location Sunday night Bible studies. Uh, Right now, I'm uh, in my front yard here at my house. Uh, It's just a beautiful, beautiful fall evening, and I thought that this would be a great place to kind of come to you uh, with a a few thoughts from the Word of God tonight on a a Sunday evening after maybe a busy weekend, and you're looking at the beginning of a new week, uh, starting tomorrow with work and with school and different things. And what I want to do in in these kind of on locations is it's kind of what we did last week. I I kind of want to take a a psalm and, and read the psalm, but then give you just a couple of words, kind of underline, maybe highlight and really focus in on to kind of jumpstart you into a positive direction for your next week. And so today... We're going to start or, or continue, I guess, in some way, with the 100th psalm. And, and the 100th psalm is one of those popular psalms, maybe not as popular as, say, the 23rd psalm, uh, but a lot of people know it. And it's, it's a psalm about thanksgiving. And I think that we, we should always be thankful for things. You know, we should be thankful for every blessing that we have from God. And, and this psalm kind of helps us. Um, it helps help us put action to thanksgiving, okay? And so I want us to read it together, Psalms 100. And then I'm going I'm to ask you to underline a couple of words with me. And we're going to talk about those words. The psalmist says, Shout with joy to the Lord of all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. What a wonderful, wonderful passage of scripture for us to kind of look at for a few minutes. Okay. So there's going to be four words that I want us to just, just for a moment, talk about and kind of think about together. The first word is the very first word. It is the word shout. He says, shout with joy to the Lord. Now, you know, sometimes Christians get the we, we get tagged with not being the most fun group, you know? But the truth of the matter is, is, is that because of God, He says, shout with joy, well, listen to that again, shout with joy. I don't know about you, but when I think about my life with Christ, I can't help but think about the joy that He brings me, the blessings that come from Him, the grace that I receive, the mercy that comes, the salvation that He has gifted me in my life. All of those things, regardless of what's going on, I should be joyful to God. James says it this way, and this is kind of paraphrasing it. He says, consider it pure joy when you're dealing with tough circumstances. Okay, That's so counter counter cultural. It doesn't feel right for us to say those things. But James says, be joyful no matter what's going on in your life. And, And David, the Psalmist here, he goes, look, in your life as you thank God for the things that He's given you. Shout to him. Just let him know. Give give him this, this, this loud voice of praise. Let that permeate just out of you. Let that joy just overflow that you just shout to God and you say, thank you for what you've done. So that's the first word, shout. The next word I want you to underline is the beginning of verse two, the word worship. Now, I believe that sometimes we've done ourselves a disfavor when we think about worship and tag it to a church building. Okay, and we also have this thing that we call the five acts of worship. And it's things that we do in the church building. It's we sing, we pray, we give, we have scripture, we have scripture reading, and we have preaching, we have teaching, and those are things that we see the first century church do, but I've met people before, and this is the danger in that, is that it's easy for us to say, okay, worship only happens in a building with a group of people, and there are people that believe that, that worship only happens in a building with a group of people doing those specific five things, but I'm going to tell you what I've learned, and I think a lot of us maybe have learned over the last few months, is that we can worship in other places. I mean, that's what we're doing tonight, right? A virtual worship setting where we still realize and understand that we're spiritually connected to each other, but the physical connection is not there tonight. We've had some, we just had a couple of weeks. We've just come off of some virtual worship to where spiritually we're communing with each other as we commune with God. And so I think sometimes we have a traditional view of worship, but maybe not a biblical view of worship. And I'm not saying what we do in the building is wrong, but I'm saying it's not all that worship is. As a matter of fact, this Hebrew word, this Hebrew word for worship can also be translated into serve. Serve the Lord with gladness. Serve the Lord with God. Have you ever thought about the way you serve God may equal how you're worshiping God? Think about that for a second. What you're doing to serve God through the week equates how much you really want to worship Him. And he says not just serve Him because you have to, but serve Him with gladness. That our service is our worship to Him. Paul says that living our life as a living sacrifice is our true worship to him. And that doesn't have anything to do with the building. It doesn't have anything to do with two songs of prayer, a song, a Lord's Supper, a song, you know, I mean, it doesn't have anything to do with an order of worship. It has to do with a lifestyle. And I believe that one of the ways that we can be the most thankful to God is by showing him that we love him by the way we live and serving him every day. And in that service, bring an attitude of worship to him all right, so we've got shout, we've got worship. Those are two that I don't want you to underline. The third word, and, and maybe this is a little different, is acknowledge. All right, it's to acknowledge. He says in verse three, acknowledge that the Lord is God. Now, that word acknowledge is, is interesting to me here because I think for us, the idea of to acknowledge something sometimes is just saying, okay, yes, I acknowledge that you are an Football fan, yes, I acknowledge that you are a baseball fan. Yes, I acknowledge. I, I give it. um, I'm going to let you know that I see that. And there's not always a whole lot of depth there. Okay, but this Hebrew word "acknowledge" and this is I wrote this down because I wanted to make sure to say it right. It it carries the idea and means to know by experience and to be uh, to be um, equated with. Okay or acquainted, I'm sorry, get my words mixed up, to know by experience and to be uh, acquainted with. And so what he's saying here is not just say, oh yes, okay, you're God, yeah, I get that, Bart. No, he says, no, experience God, be acquainted with God, have experience as you're living your life and as you're serving, you're going to get blessings from God. Acknowledge that those things are from Him, and He's blessing you because of your relationship. Because you're serving Him, the more we serve Him, the more we open ourselves up to blessings. It's a relationship. It's a give and take between you and God. Have that relationship with God. I, I like that idea. Acknowledge, know that He is God because of your experience with Him. Because you've gone through this moment in your life and you wouldn't have made it through it if it wasn't for God. Acknowledge that it was God that helped you through that. Acknowledge those great moments with God. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. And and then he says, and remember this, that He made us. And not just that He made us, we are His. We are His, Those, those are all great thoughts. Verse four says, enter his gates with thanksgiving, go into his courts with praise. And then here's the last couple of words I want you to underline here, okay, you ready? Give thanks to him and praise his name. So underline, give thanks. So we've underlined shout, worship, acknowledge, and give thanks. I think sometimes we have this idea that giving thanks is just a a thing that's between me and God. Okay, so God gives me this blessing. I enjoy this blessing. I live this blessing. And then I go to bed at night. And as I pray, I go, God, thank you for your blessings. Thank you for this specific blessing that you've given me. I appreciate that, God. You're so great. I'm acknowledging that. And it's just a very, it's a very up and down relationship, okay? It's just a thanksgiving thing between me and God or between you and God. The Hebrew word here or phrase for give thanks is, is so much different, okay? It's, it's the idea that someone has given you something special and it's in your hands and you're grateful for that and you wanna give thanks for that. So what you do is everybody that you meet, you have this special item and you go, look right here. So-and-so gave this to me. Look, they were so gracious to me. They loved me so much that they gave me this gift. They blessed me with this. And I want to show you this. And I want you to know who gave it to me. And I want you to know how much they love me. And I want you to know how much I appreciate it. It was. It's this word, th- this phrase, it's It's an idea that you just, you don't go, God, thank you for this. You're going around to everybody and saying, look, 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 look at this. Thank you. Uh, look at what they did. And so... So when God blesses you, part of giving thanks is not just, hey, God, thank you. It's going around to others and saying, hey, you know, I had this time in my life where my family went through some very stressful things and, and, I, and, and I was living my, you know, the storm of my life. And here comes Jesus walking on the water out to me and he saves me, okay? And, and, and I, and I wanna tell you that story because how much I love God for that time. He saw me through the storm. He helped me or, or, you know, I was, I was wrestling with addiction and, and I decided to give God a chance. And once I gave God a chance, he filled a hole in me that I was struggling with. And, and now I'm clean. Okay. So whatever, whatever it is, however, God has blessed you in your life. It's not just going, Hey God, thank you for that. It's then taking that and you know some, some religious communities call it a testimony, some call it your story. It doesn't matter what you call it, as long as you do it, you share with others what God has done for you. And you say, I wanna share this with you because God has done this, I love him, I want to acknowledge him and I wanna thank him. And one way of doing that is for me to share with you how awesome he is to me. That's the idea of give thanks here. Not just you and God, but you sharing with everybody else what God has done for you. And so as we give thanks, maybe we need to practice that. Maybe this week, one of the things that you can do is just take a moment and share your story with somebody, just not not the whole thing, but a little bit of it. Hey, God did this for me and this is why I love him. So share this week, give thanks. Let's, Let's read it again. Let's read it again. And then let's pray it together, okay? Psalms 100, shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever, and his faithfulness continues to all generations. Let's let's pray together. God, thank you for being a good Lord. Thank you for your unfailing love. Thank you for the fact that your love continues and endures forever. Help us, God. Help us to be Christians, to be individuals, and also a church. that that, that shouts for joy to to, to all of our community, to all of Haleville, to all of our neighbors. Help us worship you, God. Help us worship you with with gladness and sincerity. Let us come before you with joyful song in our life, Not not just when we're in groups of people, God, but just in our life in general. Help us to be those type of people. Help us to acknowledge to be intimate, to be acquainted with you, God. Help us to be personal, to have this life that that means something. We pray, God, that we, we use all of our blessings, we use all the things that you've given us to just go and share with other people. It's hard to be personal sometimes, God, and I get that, and I know that. But help us to take our story out of the building, out of our homes, out of our comfort zone, and give thanks to you with those stories to other people, sharing our wonderful experiences, praising your name, acknowledging that you are good. Bless us, God. Thank you for Jesus. And it's in your son's name we pray. Amen.
0: Have a great weekend. If this program has been beneficial to you, please consider subscribing on YouTube, Apple Podcast, or your favorite podcast provider. Also, we'd love for you to leave us a five-star review, which will greatly assist us in getting the message of God's love and salvation to others. We'd love even more for you to join us in person. We are located at 2309 9th Avenue in Haleyville, Alabama. You can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to join us again. And until then, remember, we are a church of Christ caring,